At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Beeson's Primetime Action live from the South Point Hotel Casino here on the tip of the strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, a whole bunch more to come on tonight, including fruit baskets. Uh, we give fruit baskets, virtual fruit baskets, not actual fruit baskets, to those that helped us win wagers either this weekend or, in some cases, uh, earlier today. But first, an update on baseball from Kelly. What do we got? Yeah, we got a few games in action right now. The Cardinals up on the Reds 2-1. to one. That game is in the top of the sixth inning. Cardinals... Uh, minus 155 live, Reds plus 125, and total set at 6.5, shaded to the over. The Phillies up on the Nationals, 3 to nothing. That game in the bottom of the second inning. Phillies minus 350 live, Nationals plus 250, and 10.5 is your live total. The Orioles up on the Blue Jays, 1 to nothing. That game in the top of the fourth. Orioles plus 155 live, Blue Jays. Man, Blue Jays minus 220. Uh, that's the line we were talking about earlier. The Orioles are up one nothing. <laughs> the Blue Jays are minus two twenty live right now. Just about to ask, is there a bet here? Man, that's crazy. But no. Uh, and six and a half is the is the live total uh, in that game. And then we've got Red Sox and the Rays going right now. That team tied one one in the third. One one in the third. And then we have some tennis, Matt. What do we got? We do. I'm trying to find if there's anything competitive going on right now that anybody would want to get involved in because a lot of these are really late right now, and then the odds have gotten a little bit 
out of control. Um, At least Merton's about to get upset on the women's side for those who are into that kind of thing by uh, Rebecca Peterson. And that and see that one's not that one's not up. What, what's the, what are we looking at in that one? Uh, match a couple match points for Rebecca Peterson, who was a fairly large dog in this one. Uh, the biggest upset of the day was on the men's side. Ugo Umber ends up losing to to a uh, quali qualifier. Um, and it's one of those things where, and I do tennis, I bet tennis on really historical data. I watch a whole bunch of tennis as well, but it's all foundation is in the numbers. And it was one of these matches where the numbers did indicate just the raw data that, you know, his opponent, uh, Gojewicz, I believe is how you pronounce that. Don't hold me to that. A, a young German, yes. a young German by the name of Peter Gojewicz. Uh, you know, raw numbers, but he was on, you know, he's largely playing guys you've never heard of. Mm -hmm. Now, that's one thing with serves, because serves are serves, right? But you wondered if the step up in competition would matter. He ends up beating Ugo Umber uh, in five sets. That was the biggest upset on the men's side today. As I mentioned, uh, or maybe I haven't mentioned, I'm two for t I'm, I'm two and two today for absolutely zero money. I've hit both my, my slight favorites. One was a... Uh, one was a, uh, we'll get to this later in Fruit Baskets, but one was about a minus 145 favorite. One was a minus 106 favorite. And then I lost both my dogs so far. So really, for me, the day's going to come down to the Peronkova match, which is really what I like the best. I only made one bet, and it was um, uh, Donskoy plus seven and a half. Did you? Yeah. Good for you. Plus, plus seven and a half in that one. Um, and he actually t went to three different tie breaks. So it worked out really, really well yeah. for me there. I was able to kind of cruise home that's, on that one. That's, that's, the, that's the interesting thing with spread betting in tennis. When you get to a tiebreaker, you're like, lose. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want it to extend. Yeah. Right. Come on, lose now. Yeah. It was <laughs> the yeah, mind yeah, it of was a great. Better. It worked out great. Three, three, three tie breaks. So it worked out uh, pretty good for me there. Yeah. It was the only, only bet I made. Against uh, Ogier Aliasim, Felix yeah. Ogier Aliasim of Canada. Yeah, three. Uh, the third of which was ten eight. Yeah, so that was a uh, that was a great match. It, it, this is the thing. This is um, the most awesome slam. Obviously, New York City follows it as close as anyone. But it is uh, just again, as we mentioned, being at a U.S. Open night session is just one of the most raucous sort of things in the sport. Uh, now that we're back in full capacity, by the way, they're in Flushing Meadows, so it's a, it's a great atmosphere. Uh, the only two, the, besides the one bet that I have remaining today, my only futures bet here is on Daniil Medvedev on the men's side, plus 575, second short shot. Obviously, Novak Djokovic is the favorite. And Barbara, Barbara, pardon me, Krajikova, who I got at 18-1 and then got her at 20-1 to here just behind us at the South Point. Uh, to add on to that, Krajikova making quick work of Astra Sharma earlier today. Yeah, you got much better uh, on Medvedev than I did. I just got 4-1. Well, I made, I made that a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I just got 4-1 yeah. on him, and that took 6-1 to on Zverev. And, and listen, Djokovic very well might win this tournament, but I think that there is a I think there is a chance that we are at least at the very beginning of that of the next wave yes. of tennis, and so I'm I bet on that basically right here. Uh, listen, I only think three people can win on the men's side. I think it's Djokovic, Medvedev, or Zverev. That's it. That's the list. I don't buy Tsitsipas. I don't buy anybody else. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. This is Veasan's prime time action. Here are our Twitter handles. Hit us up as always. Uh, good, bad. Uh, don't be indifferent, uh, but be funny. 
be funny. We enjoy, we, we enjoy witty. Even if you're slamming us, be witty. We love that. At beating the book for me, at Matt Brown M2, and at Kelly Veeson. Kelly with two E's, one before the Y as well. Uh, let's bring him in to talk a little baseball from Fangraphs. And, of course, if you uh, are into these kinds of things, you can watch him playing video games late at night on twitch.tv slash spore. Maybe not just late at night. Maybe all day long. I don't know what the man's doing. It's Paul Spore, everybody. How you doing, Paulie? Gil, I'm well. How are you? I'm doing very well. Uh, for the uh, New York audience uh, and the Yankees, Corey Kluber about to uh, about to take a start here for the Yankees. You were Corey Kluber before Corey Kluber was cool. Years ago, before he ever won a Cy Young, you were like, watch out for this kid. Uh, and you were absolutely right about it. What can we expect from him tonight in this start against the Angels where the Yankees are minus 195 favorites? You know, I, that's a big number, um, and I know that the Angels aren't very good, but I, I'm a little nervous uh, initially. I got to see something here from Kluber right now. The command and control, particularly in the rehab outings, uh, weren't weren't very good, and that's you know usually I don't put a ton into rehab situations, but when you're hitting guys and you're walking everybody there's definitely something to be concerned about, even in a small sample. So that's kind of what I took away from it, and I really want to see where he's at. Even the Yankees understand that he cannot be thrust into, you know, full go there with Kluber because he's going to get, he's basically the opener for Heaney, who's going to piggyback with him. So we're only looking at a handful of innings here. It's really going to come down. I mean, at his best, that's what drove him, right? Command and control of everything. He's never had an overwhelming fastball, either from a velo or from a success standpoint. It's been the command of secondary stuff that draws the whiffs, keeps hitters off balance. So that's what we're going to be looking for with Kluber tonight. It's unfortunate that he got hurt because he was having a great season. And uh, hopefully we just put these eight rehab innings behind us and he can get going again. But he's 35 and the injuries are piling up. So I'm nervous about him for sure. By the way, Matt, before you uh, yeah. ask uh, Paul your question, uh, there is one game that's starting right now with with apologies to fans of the Rockies or the Rangers or those who want to bet that game. It's Marquez against Alexi, where the Rockies are minus 145 road favorites. But just let me say this. Paul Spore, who knows pitchers better than any human being on earth, really, I would put Paul up against anybody, has never heard of Alexi. <laughs> so so there you go. In case you I figured wanted... it out. I, st- I studied up since we talked this morning. He was part of the U Darvish trade. There you go. Uh, he doesn't have much control, can, get to, can miss some bats. But between the two new Texas guys, Glenn Otto and A.J. Lexi, I'm much more in on Glenn Otto right now. All right. All right, Paul. So another another one that's going on a little bit later tonight, uh, two playoff teams in the Braves and the Dodgers. We have Smiley mm-hmm. on the hill for the Braves. We have Urias on the hill for the Dodgers. But this is more just I'm wondering about the price here and what you feel about this because, again, it's, it's the Dodgers. So we have another massive price on this. Minus 220 if you want the Dodgers. You can catch a plus 185 if you shop around a little bit on the Braves tonight. Um Listen, the Dodgers full on. We knew it anyway, but they full on and actually said that that Bellinger is now a platoon player. He is only going to play yeah. against right. He's not playing against lefties anymore, so he's out of the lineup tonight. Uh, Braves obviously uh, surge here over the last six weeks. If we're playing 185, is it is it worth playing a plus 185 in this scenario, or do you think that it's just this Dodgers run is just it, it's just too much to overcome here? You know, it's not too bad of a number for a first-place ball club that's hitting very well. The Drew Smiley piece is definitely worrisome, but the the Dodgers don't crush lefties. Um, you know, they're they're about middle of the pack, actually a little bit below average in weighted on base average over the last 30 days. They're okay for the full season against lefties. They're not one of these dominant teams that just absolutely obliterates lefties. So I think that actually kind of bodes well for Smiley. I love Julio Urias, but I think I would actually take a shot on the 
the Braves here if I was going to get in on this game um, and just see what I can do with a first-place team. Hopefully, Smiley can go five, and then you kind of turn it over to the bullpen. You need the offense to come through. Uh, obviously, that's the big key right now. I can't believe that the Dodgers just gave up a game yesterday, though, by by kind of mailing it in, uh, letting Justin Turner pitch the eighth. But it looks like they were setting themselves up for this week here because they're playing some quality teams. So I think the Braves are actually a decent play here insofar as going with dogs. First place ball club, a lot of talent, and the Dodgers don't hit lefties that well. Yeah, and by the way, Jason Weingarten on uh, Numbers Game this morning is on the Braves tonight, agrees with Paul. He's also uh, on the uh, Cardinals, who are up a, up a run on the uh, Reds, bottom of the fifth. He also likes uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, who are in a dogfight with the Red Sox 1-1. to But he is on the, the Braves a little later on as that plus-180 dog. Let's talk about, since you brought up, you know, since we're talking about the Dodgers here, Paul, uh, and how they, you know, had Justin Turner pitching and are sort of setting it up. Roughly 30 games left in the season. They're two and a half behind the Giants. Giants have had the best record in baseball, almost coast to coast, it feels like, this yeah. year. Uh, and tonight, it's, it's uh, you know, the Giants are at home. It's Alvarez pitching against Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns and the Brewers, minus 145 road favorites, largely because it is Corbin Burns. But as I say to everybody who picks against the Giants, have you factored Giants magic into your uh, thinking in any particular game? And I just, by the way, we're showing minus 138 on the Brewers. Uh, Would you take a shot here on the Giants at plus 128, or is the Burns talent too much to do that? Love Corbin Burns. He's awesome, but... I think you take the Giants as a home dog anytime you can on principle alone. Just, you know, one of those things that you kind of check the box, uh, even if you don't feel great about it against a pitcher like Burns because of how good that offense is and how much they continue to be underestimated. Take the same exact numbers, but if you give them to the Dodgers, but with the sa- you know with their players, but you take the same exact offensive stats that the Giants have, I guarantee that number would be different. Totally, there, there's still not enough love for this Giants ball club, and I think as a road as a home dog, I think I would jump in on that. I, I know it's tough to go against Burns like that, but. That's not a bad number to get in on a team like this, that their offense is so good. Uh, essentially a bullpen-type game, though, right? Because Alvarez won't be going that long. It's always a little nerve-wracking with a bullpen game because you need so many guys to be good on a given day. But again, I think this is one of those on principle. Giants uh, home dog, check, I'm doing it. And over the course of time this season, I think you'd be I think you'd be a winner for sure. I doubt it's even happened that often. It's probably against the Dodgers, teams like the Brewers when they when they're throwing their aces, maybe some interleague games if they played the White Sox or whomever, but it doesn't happen that often, but I would take a shot on the Giants. Paul, Jonathan India is now minus 900 to win NL Rookie of the Year. Trevor Rogers plus six plus 600, and then Patrick Wisdom at 7.5. I want to talk about Wisdom for a second. He, mm-hmm. he leads all rookies in home runs. He's got a decent batting average. Is it, it, it? Are we not talking about him at all here because he plays for a bad team and he doesn't have quite as much time up as these other guys? I mean, almost... I, I, I think if you look, I mean, the, the amount of home runs he's hit in the short amount of time that he's been up, actually, you would think would, would actually enter him into the conversation, but I think it's probably working against him. I, I think you're totally right on all the reasons why he's not getting as much love as he should. And I do think that that big split in volume is going to be a little bit too much to overcome. Maybe if he hits like another 10, I mean, 35 homers 
even with a 100, uh, like about a 220 point, uh, 228 plate appearance split, that might be enough to overcome it. I tell you what, obviously, I'm not going to go on a heavy favorite like India. If you're going to get into that market, you might as well take your shot with wisdom. He's one of those volatile guys. If he hit 200 uh, or below in September, I also wouldn't be surprised. So it's very risky for sure. Make no mistake about it. But you could spike the upside there that enough home runs from him, those are going to stand out because this is the thing about India. He's been great. Reds are super happy with him, but he doesn't do anything standout, right? He doesn't have a one standout statistic. He gets on base a lot, but even that doesn't, that's not going to appeal to voters necessarily. So if there is like a 10 homer month left in Wisdom's bat, I think 35 homers could do it. So if you all, if you do want to play the NL Rookie of the Year market, I think that's where you go because minus 900 on India, he's not that firm of a lock to put your money there, in my opinion. Let's talk about NL MVP for a second, uh, Paul. Okay. It's it's fascinating because you know we talk about the nature of baseball this year and how what I like to call brain dead parlays is sort of the way to go now because the teams that are bad are so so bad. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of ruling baseball. It's just the con- it's just the context of the game. What we haven't talked about as much is uh, that with the pitching environment, the stats of who will eventually be MVP. Might be muted. We we sort of did an analysis, a historical analysis of, of some of the MVPs of the last 10 years and just how ridiculous they were in August stats-wise from year to year. And this year, like all these contenders had kind of eh, meh Augusts. Uh, Freddie Freeman was, you know, pretty good, I guess. Uh, but really, just generally speaking, in a historical context, not all that great. Does that then follow for you that no one should be betting Fernando Tatis Jr.? He had a miserable August. He's still at minus 275. The Padres are on the outside looking in. They have the hardest schedule of anybody left, so it's going to be tough for them to even get in. Why would anybody bet Tatis Jr. at this point? I have no idea. First off, as you've probably picked up the pattern and you and I know each other for years, you know, I'm not going to get in on the favorites of these markets in mm-hmm. general. I just don't think that the money's in in it. Uh, but in, in this case in particular, yeah, Tatis has had a brilliant season. Um, he, he definitely has numbers that are, are going to make him uh, a favorite there. But everything's setting up against him, like you're saying. Yeah, he could have the, miracle, the the just majestic September that seals it for him and he carries them into the playoffs and then it'd be an easy vote, sure. But again, why pay that number? Why get in on that favorite when he's not really that much of a slam dunk? He doesn't hold that much of an edge. The time missed, the situation, the way it's setting up. Uh, second half narratives play a big role in the MVP. So even if his season numbers end up good at, you know, better than uh, like a Bryce Harper or a Trey Turner at the end of the year, if they have a huge September, their teams are in the playoffs, it will be enough. You know, I've never been somebody that disqualifies somebody when they don't make the playoffs from an individual award. I think that's a little silly, but I do use it as a tiebreaker. It is part of the equation. Now, if he has eight war and the next best guy has five and a half, then it's not, we're not even talking. It's Tatis all the way, but it's a jumble and he's not leading the war discussion. He's not so far above everybody. So, yeah. I would not bet Tatis. No shot. I'm looking at Turner, uh, especially, but also Harper, and then maybe off the board for somebody, too. And I know you talked about Soto with his huge number, but we talked about that, though, too. If he goes off for the first couple weeks and he's just, you know, has a 500 OBP for two weeks with eight homers, 
he doesn't see another pitch the rest they of the year. So yeah. it, it's probably not worth it for, for him with his situation, but I'm definitely not going on Tatis. Not that he can't win it, but where's your real value? It's not there. Paul, which one of these teams that's hanging around right now when we get to the end of September is just going to have completely fallen off. Like it just, it was, you see the trend and here it is. And finally September is going to be the moment of truth for that team. Um, can I say the Red Sox still, do we, do we consider them? Hanging yeah, yeah, around? I yeah. guess they have the second wild card. I'm still out on that team though. I just, I, I just don't see where they're going to get the pitching. It's still not there. I mean, even bringing up somebody like Tanner Houck, they've been very careful with him, which to a degree I understand. But at the same time, I feel like they've left a few innings, uh, you know, an inning or so per start on the table with him when they can only afford to do that. You know, Barnes is kind of losing his hold at the back end of the bullpen. Garrett Whitlock has emerged, but they don't they don't have trustworthy pitching. So I definitely think it's that Red Sox ball club um, that currently has a uh, a playoff spot that they're going to lose it. I know Oakland has a very difficult setup and there aren't too many teams chasing them. That might be their saving grace, but I still like this, this Toronto team. I still can't believe that they're so far out of it right now. When you think of all the things that have gone well for them, it's just, ah, they got to get over that hump. But I think the Jays, A's, uh, and even the Mariners who continue to hang around. I like all three of those teams better than this Red Sox club. Love their offense, but do not trust their pitching. That's my pick. Paul, I'll close this the same way we closed this morning, which is, I think, the most macro of all things baseball right now, which is the the San Francisco Giants, who, as we said, coast-to-coast, sort of best record in baseball, two-and-a-half game lead, clinging to the NL West lead. Uh, They're 7-1 to to win it all. 7-1, to 8-1, best record in baseball. And largely, that is driven by this notion that most folks have that, okay, other teams are better set up for the postseason with stacked starting pitching, like the Brewers, like the Dodgers. Um... But are, are we missing the boat? Like, is that a great bet right now? As you said, if it's not the San Francisco Giants on their uniform and it's a team that has done what they've done, that number is very different. Are we missing a bet there? Is that a bet that you would make right now? I really think you can get in on the Giants there uh, as a World Series bet and and get get that good number because it's obviously going to go down if they continue to hold the lead and continue to show themselves. People are going to be like, okay, well, we now we have to wake up to this team. And the the stacked starting pitching can absolutely work, but that's become almost a little bit of an old school thing where you don't need that anymore. You can you can piece the playoff pitching together, meaning and and not that they are by the way, they do have good starters: Gosman, Webb, uh, Desclafani. I know Alex Wood just uh, went on the COVID IL, but I still really like what what he's been doing. Uh, they should have Cueto as well. Obviously, one or two of those are going to go to the bullpen. They have a solid bullpen. They're going to add to it via the the starters. The lineup is awesome. They can win in this in this uh, playoff environment that we have now, where nobody's being asked to go six, seven innings every night. Uh, they're fine. I, I think I think that they're completely being underrated. I would absolutely get in on them seven to one. Paul Sporer, everybody from Fangraphs, you can follow him on Twitter at s p o r e r twitch.tv slash Sporer to watch him do his thing on the video games. Thank you, Paulie. Appreciate it. Thanks, y'all. Have a good night. You too. Paul Spore, six foot five inches tall, our tallest guest. Just want to point that out as well. Do you, have you, have you, you don't know that. Yes, I do. You, you've asked every so, guest, so, right? No, nah, no, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before we have you on for the first time, <laughs> I'd like, like to prove a point. So, someone is sitting at home right now that has been a guest. Someone is sitting at home right now going, what are you talking about? I'm six foot eight. I'm the tallest guest. <laughs> Did you see the way that, that div- Davidovich-Fakina match ended? Yeah. Davidovich-Fakina 
again, Alejandro Davidovich Fokina, was serving at deuce in the fifth set, down 4-5, and he pulled a groin. He just couldn't move his leg. He pulled a groin on I a serve, that. and I guess he played out and lost. <laughs> well, that, was, that was bizarre. U.S. Open, funny things happen. We'll come back. Fruit baskets are on the way. Who helped us win bets? Visa's primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Back on Visa's primetime action, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could join us tonight. Glad you could hang out. Uh, one other betting note just to wrap up that National League West discussion. The Dodgers, two and a half back now, minus 140 
to win the division. The Giants, best record in baseball, going to make the playoffs. Two and a half up on the Dodgers, plus 115. Still plus money. No respect. I feel like every time we check in on this market, it's like, Giants, two and a half games up still. Yep. It's like always somehow two and a half games up. And maybe five cents has moved. Didn't they get into minus money for like a moment? I, re- I seem to I remember. I think it did before. Uh, there was a, there, After they won like five of seven from the Dodgers after the All-Star break, there was like a moment where I thought it crept into the minuses. I think you're right. Yeah, I but, think you're right. But it was like a, a couple days maybe. For those new to betting, minus 140 on the Dodgers means for every $140 you bet, you'd win 100 if the Dodgers end up winning the division, the NL, the NL West. For the Giants, you'd lay 100 to win 115. For every 100, you'd win 115 if the Giants end up winning. The National League West. Paul, uh, Paul confirms on Twitter that he is that he is six five one sixty five. Yeah, he's built like Chris Sale. Six, six five one sixty five. Basically, the exact opposite of me. <laughs> <laughs> so you are five six <laughs> yeah, yeah. five sixty one. Yeah, right. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, we interrupt this sports betting program for a little uh, sports talk radio. What was the Andy Murray story? Oh, he apparently lost his mind during this uh, during this match with Tsitsipas because I guess you in, in we've seen it before, but I guess he pulled it again here because Andy Murray, as you mentioned, like took him to the brink here. So I guess he's got his little took Tsitsipas move. To the brink. Yes, yeah. he's got his little moves that he does. Tsitsipas does. That yes. he called the trainer down oh. to like slow the moment, so he does the whole thing there. Then he goes on this. Super, super long bathroom uh, break to kind of kill any momentum and do the things and all that. And I guess Andy Murray was giving it to the chair umpire who was just saying, I've never gone to the, it's never taken me that long to go to the toilet ever. <laughs> and like, he's like, oh, you tell me you want to talk about it after the match. He's like, it matters now. It doesn't matter after the match. I love night sessions at the U.S. Open. This stuff always tends to happen. But Sitsipas is, he, he said he lost respect for him. Is yeah, that what you said? Yes. And, and in the post-fight deal, they asked him about it and he said he definitely lost respect for him. Sitsipas also is a serial... Um, suspect of getting coaching during matches. There were other um, there were other accusations just amongst the Twitter, but not Andy Murray, yeah. but just amongst the Twitterverse uh-huh. that also, considering how the match was going, being gone that long is also a little suspect because what what you doing? Yeah, for fifteen minutes. You know, yeah. I just like that he's been knighted. By the way, that, that it's a oh. knight saying it to you. It's like Sir Andy Murray declares you are taking way too long in the bathroom. <laughs> but you know, again, for those uh, who are not hip to tennis, you are. It's you know a game where you have never been allowed to have coaching during the match. Now on the ladies' tour, non-slams you are. Yes, they can come down once, right? During yes. the course of a match, yeah. But not at the slams either. Mm-hmm. Tsitsipas is the leading voice of those who are in favor of changing that to, yes, you can get coaching. Now, remember, people will remember coaching perhaps most famously when Serena Williams lost to Naomi Osaka at the U.S. Open finals a few years back where Serena was started to go off because the ump deducted a point for her because her coach made a motion. And so that was the whole dispute, and it just deteriorated from there. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, regardless, yeah, it should not take 15 minutes for your bathroom break. You don't know what kind of abdominal issues, I, he has. I, I, you know, digestive <laughs> let's situation. Just, let's just say shouldn't happen. <laughs> 
Sorry, abdominal was not the right way to go. But digestive, <laughs> was, I meant. It was a very classy way. Yeah. Sir Andy Murray would be proud of you, Frank. <laughs> Thank you. But this is we're trying. We're multitasking because we're trying to do a show, and yet the shenanigans going on in this tennis tournament are are, uh, are pretty amazing. And it's just night number one, just day number one. Again, Pironkova, uh, my bet here coming up here momentarily on the ladies' side. Staying away from anything else, a little later on, I will have my favorite bet on the men's side tomorrow. We'll tease that. And it is a dog. You got to love live tennis betting because I'm just watching your match. Oh, has it started? Uh, She she just, just lost the first game. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Was it on her serve? But it's it? like boom, boom. It, yeah. I don't know. I can't tell from the site I'm watching. But she's up plus 475 now. If you wanted to get in on Gil's, uh, Gil's bet at a better number. Oh, there you go. Uh, I'm trying to ascertain. If plus 475 sounds like she must have lost her serve on the first one. Uh, we'll see. I'll have to check on that. Uh, but that is, yes, she she was broken on the first serve. That's why I got it to plus 475. Okay. Um, yeah, but, you know, here's the thing. On the ladies' side... Holding of serve, not nearly the same kind of percentages. Mm. So, yeah, not not the calamity that it would have been if it were on the men's side. We'll come back. We will give out those fruit baskets. Who helped us win bets? I would imagine there's some golfers involved in this. We'll find out next on VEASAN's Primetime Action. Now that the NFL preseason is over, it's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide. Once again, $19.99 and available now. Won't set you back very much, and it is so worth it. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. That's what separates it from every other betting guide, or from every other pro football guide, I should say. It's the betting aspect. Sign up for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season at vcin.com slash subscribe. Some bets are just more fruitful than others. Let's find out who deserves a fruit basket of their own for helping the primetime action crew win this weekend. Just a reminder that Pironkova already broke back. That's your tennis update for those betting her. Boom! Uh, there you go. What did I say? <laughs> Serves and on the lady side, not the same. All right, fruit baskets. Uh, this is where we give out virtual fruit baskets, or I don't know, maybe we're sending real ones. You don't know. Uh, to folks who have helped us win bets. Mateo, I think I know where you're going with this one. Yeah, um, listen, he did not win, but I'm going to go with one Bryson DeChambeau. And listen, Bryson, you didn't win. I understand. And, and people out there are probably going, Matt, he lost. Why are you giving him a fruit basket? Well, here's the thing. I had a 35 to 1 ticket on him, and just the fact that he made it to that playoff allowed me to put myself in a position where I was able to ensure that I made money this week because it was such a long ticket on him that I was able to get in a nice little a nice little hedge on Patrick Cantlay and make it to where this weekend was still a good weekend, uh, despite the fact that it would have been a much, much better weekend had he just made a couple of putts. 
nuts had they just not lipped out, but it was still a profitable weekend. So, Bryson, it'll probably be the only time I ever thank you. I don't like betting you. Uh, 30 to 35 to 1, it just it got too high. It got out of control. The number had, had risen to a point where you were a must bet. And uh, thank you for getting at least into a playoff, even though you didn't get it home and allowed me to make some money. Matt, Matt's a class. It's a classy fruit basket right there because I couldn't do it. That I was, basically, I did the same thing say, as that you. Was, that was one of the more bitter fruit baskets we've ever given out. Yeah, but you know, at least he gave one because I yeah. didn't even include him on mine. And I did basically the exact same thing that Matt did. I was able to hedge out. Uh, it was funny because at some point I texted Matt yesterday where I'm like, I took a piece of Cantlay at 7-1 to one after the tee shots on the 72nd hole. So I got him at seven to one wow. when he was down a stroke. I took a small piece and I was like, I'm going to just bet this to hedge off of the money I have on DeChambeau because if he loses, I want every right to be mad at him. But then by the time it got into like the third playoff, hole, I'm like, no, nope, like, I'm just hedging this. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Speaking of him, the both of you share a Patrick Cantlay fruit basket. You want halfsies on this? No, call him more cow. Oh, call him more cow. Oh. Matt, we identified before the tournament. Uh, I mean, this is where information is key and guys that actually tell the truth, so much more key, right? Colin Morikawa, the you know, stories came out a couple weeks ago. He was dealing with a back issue. He admitted after the Northern Trust, it, he had a back injury from the Olympics that he was dealing with, was got over that, but had a pinched nerve in his back now. And Matt and I really heavily targeted him on matchups, honestly, to a point where I think it was maybe the one of the, if not the best golf betting opportunities of the season. And I think Matt and I are probably both a little upset that we left some money on the table uh, maybe and didn't bet it even more, even though we had him in three, four matchups. I think I had him in against him in four matchups and more I'm Sorry, man. I love you. You made me a I was lot say, of money. I you feel year. dirty. This feels dirty. This is a me. This way you deserve a fruit basket because it's, it's kind of rude. You've made me a lot of money this year, but it, it, betting against you worked really well. This Look, week. he's, he, is he something's not right with him? He is he finished T63. Only players to finish uh, worse off than him. He finished the whole tournament at minus two. Um, Cameron Champ, Carlos Ortiz, Kevin Kisner, and Phil Mickelson, who all finished at one under for the tournament. And yes, it was a listen, we don't wish injury on anyone. We always, especially one of the bright young stars in the game. That being said, we are betters. If he's going to put out there and everyone else is talking to him, say he's dealing with some sort of injuries and he's really, really struggling right now. Then we look at the underlying stats where he lost across the board at the tournament last week where he never loses across the board, loses, loses strokes to the field across the board. It was just a really good betting opportunity to go against him. And we were getting some plus money bets against him as well. I mean, I got Dustin Johnson at plus money. Mm-hmm against him in this thing and so it was uh it, he made it to where it was impossible to lose this week and then uh and then bryson getting there was a little bit better starts uh the third leg of the fedex cup in atlanta this week seven strokes behind the uh the leader patrick cantley kelly you got one more golf. yeah i got one more i had besides the the anti Colomora cow money uh this weekend the most money i had tied up was in jason kokrat matchups top 20 outright outright obviously didn't get there but this guy we sat here after the first round he was plus one and third to last in the tournament 
goes on to, to, to shoot in the 60s, less than three rounds, sneaks inside the top 20, cashes all three matchups I had him in, um, and cashed the dice top 20 for him. It, it, it's uh, about plus 250. So, Kokrak, man, that was, uh, you gave me a bit of a scare after that first round, but I, I love seeing these guys that are qu- qu- good enough players to climb all the way back from that situation and cash those tickets. It was not something I was expecting. I was more excited about that than almost anything this weekend besides the Shambo possibly winning. Boy, uh, could you explain the uh, the use of music to get you hyped up for sporting events? Because they've got a Moulin Rouge musical uh, yes. happening on Louis Armstrong Center Court there at Flushing Meadows. Because oh. nothing gets me more charged up for tennis than this. Yeah, that that, that is distracting. Free concert. Wow. <laughs> anyway, here are my fruit baskets, by the way, in case you were wondering. I didn't bet much this weekend. Uh, I was entering data into an Excel spreadsheet for tennis for hard courts for the U.S. Open. So, uh, shout out, fruit basket to the inventors of Excel. You're really who deserves the fruit basket. Uh, but I did hit two this morning. As I mentioned, Kaja Juvan on the uh, on the ladies' side. She was a minus 106 favorite when I got her over uh, the Brit Heather Watson. Uh, and Kaja Juvan rolled Heather Watson in straight sets. And then in one that took five sets to get completed, but uh, Bernabe Zapatas Miralles. Zapata, by the way, singular. Miralles. Uh, he won in five sets. Uh, got it done against uh, his fellow countrymen, um, whose name is escaping me right now. But he did it in five sets, and it got done as a minus 145 favorite. That's what I got him at uh, last night. Uh, Zapata Miralles. It was minus 175 this morning, so the line went towards me as well. But it did take the full five sets. Nonetheless, whether it's straight sets for Juvon or the full five-setter for uh, for uh, Zapata Miralles. Winner, winner, chicken dinner on both to uh, really stave off a couple dogs that uh, were close, one in, one of which was close to getting home uh, with uh, Magdalene Net against Coco Golf. So at least I got those wins. I didn't, uh, I didn't put Kenny White in there uh, because uh, he lives here in town, so I'd actually have to get him one. Like, Ooh, so yeah. I just, but, uh, he, he was like flawless. He gave us a... Uh, I won my first college football. I don't even know what I bet. Uh, he told me. He told me what. To, he, he, he said what to bet, and then it was, it was a first half bet of some of two teams that probably shouldn't have football teams. And then yeah, but yeah. it won. It won. Boy. One and zero in the college football season. Perfect. Might retire. Documented. There it is. We could do a whole segment on Scott Frost and Brett Bielema from Nebraska oh, and Illinois. We will talk college football with Pete Futak later. Uh, next, however, let's talk U.S. Open tennis. My favorite bet on the men's side tomorrow. Veasan's primetime action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of it like that, see that? ladies and gentlemen please welcome sam cassell to point game i remember you came out from crying tears <laughs> crying tears. i mean he was in a culture shock and then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning remember what i told you i said i said oh you think i can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now is the perfect time to start planning your football contest strategy, and the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide is the perfect way to start on that as well. Our VEASAN experts have actually won major football contests around Las Vegas. No joke, they have. Our guide will give insight on against the spread contest as well as survivor pools. To give you a winning edge, just download the VEASAN NFL Guide today. It's only $19.99. What's that, a Jackson? 20? A Jackson. There it is. Uh, we'll get VEASAN Free all trial or something, too, as well. You can go. Yeah, VEASAN all that, access. Yeah. Everything we offer for the entire football season. Thanks for mentioning. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Get a couple of, couple of new uh, little notes here. Um, Texans are prepared to have Deshaun Watson on the 53-man roster and inactive every week. Watson, who has issued a standing trade request with no deal imminent, would be paid his 10.54 million dollar salary okay. can we talk about this so good on him i guess <laughs> i mean i guess uh ten and a half million uh to, to do nothing so, so so what are we are we gonna go a, a full season with him in purgatory like what i don't this understand so weird to me man like so weird did we talked about this like three yes. weeks ago where it's like someone needs to make some kind of decision it yes. feels like this is somebody does it's like un, I, I mean again like it's a horrible Horrible allegations against him, but like when we're just talking on the football field, it's like it leaves so many teams and players in limbo. And I don't, and then like the Dolphins' reports were weird with like what Flores saying, like their team was all about character and stuff. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Like, do you think Deshaun Watson has character and you don't believe in these allegations, or like you're speaking out against your front office who's like reportedly trying to go get him? Like, it. I, the whole situation was confusing, I think, over the past two days. And, that and stuff. so here's and, and another little quarterback thing here. We were talking about with Kirk Cousins, but, I mean, this is uh, from the senior writer, Stephen Holder, who's the senior writer at The Athletic for the Colts. And he said, imagine Carson Wentz going on the COVID list two days instead of two 
weeks before the season over, he's, uh, opener, he said, that is the reality that we will confront as Colts fans on a weekly basis this season with an unvaxxed quarterback. Good luck with that. So we know now Listen. We know now Carson Wentz. We know now Kirk Cousins. So, like, it, it'll start to come out as well because they changed the policy today as well that um, vaccinated players, when they're stretching out on the field before a game, don't don't have to be masked, and the unvaccinated players <laughs> do. So, so we'll we will know. now know. Like, you'll you just be able to watch the stretching routine and be able to be like, okay, yes, yes, no, no, yes, yes, no, this and is, whatever. But, from, but this quarterback thing is a big thing. Like, well, it's different if it's almost any other position on the field, but this quarterback thing is a big thing. And I don't have to remind you, based uh, from that, that it is massive for betters. Yeah. It is massive for contest players. It is massive for both against the spread contest and survivor. You you have to wait till the last moment this mm-hmm. year, more than any other year, to put in your entries because you, you literally can't leave yourself yeah. days and just sit there and be like, I really hope the quarterback doesn't leave. You Seriously, know, doesn't get this out is, of this, this game. Is, uh, Gil, this is a this. You know, we we talked about this on this show last year. That we, uh, me personally, I mean, I I, I think you guys kind of subscribed to, but like me personally, I was like this anti CLV. Yeah, like, you're gonna hear this all over. Uh, you read anything? Closing line value, closing line value, closing line value. You're gonna you're gonna hear this like million people preaching this up and down or something like that. And I was like completely against it last season, and I think I'm going to continue yeah. on this season. We're like. I would rather have the information you to know that the, the team I'm betting on yeah. is the actual team that's going to be out on the yeah. field. Like, I mean, if I miss a half point here and there, I miss a half point well, here and there. Remember There's... last year? I'm sorry, Kelly. We, we had the the Saints Broncos incident. And the entire the entire Broncos quarterback unit <laughs> was removed. And so, Kirk Cousins got plexiglass for everybody. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> and this, the Saints couldn't name their score, and everybody yeah. lost their minds about it. Right? That could hey, if these teams are not have they not put in contingency plans where at least one quarterback is like not in the room, then we're going to see that happen more than once this year. I think yeah. I'm on firm ground in saying. Last year, I, I, I was not as disciplined with that as I planned on being, Matt. There was too many opening numbers that I jumped on when I kind of <laughs> knew I shouldn't. But like the, I mean, the contest, I mean, without a doubt, that's where like we were talking about that earlier in the show. What are we all playing? Like, I'm going to do one entry. Uh, for the Circa Millions, and the one we have for the show, I have no plans to do any more than that because the contest hurt it even more than the – you're getting hurt more in the contest than you do even with your bets. Your bets, you could at least wait till game time, but we got to turn in Circa stuff on Wednesday. What a what a miserable – and this applied last year too. What a miserable way to go out. If you're like in mm-hmm. week 14 or 15, say in Survivor, and you're down to one entry – and you put in that pick, and then you find out right after the deadline, oh, so-and-so quarterback, sorry, he's not going to be able to play. I mean, it's just it's brutal. It's, it it's is. brutal. It is. And, and it will happen to someone. Sorry, God. I didn't mean to hide it. It's just no, no, no. It, 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 it just come through, and it, we had just been well, talking about that. And it's just like it's just it, it is a very real thing as betters that we just need to. We'll try to beat you over the head with it, but seriously, it, it's a thing that we need to consider that a, a, a key player at any given time, if they have made a choice, that, that they could be gone for five days, and that's just that's just the truth. We glossed over the Deshaun Watson thing. I, I do want to follow that up. So. The Eagles getting Gardner Minshew, not that one has to do with the other, but it sounds like, and Deshaun, by the way, has veto power on everywhere that he goes. It sounds like the Eagles are out. It really sounds like it's either Carolina or Miami as possible destinations if he were to go anywhere. Obviously, you, what you just said is he's not he's not going Apparently anywhere. Apparently not, yeah. But if he did, it's those things. But even that would be awkward because 
there's Tua and Sam Darnold, and neither of those franchises, obviously in the case of Carolina, they just got Sam Darnold. But Miami, they would like to see one more year at least out of Tua. They don't know what they have in him. So that would be awkward. And Brian Flores came out today and just a little bit of a shot where he said, like, we uh, we we really have a team full of high high character players here. So shot it just uh, uh, yeah. just a little bit of a shot right there. So who knows? Yeah. Uh, tomorrow at the U.S. Open, uh, some random matches we've selected here to put up on screen, um, and these some are the bigger names. Yeah, these are and these are huge favorites and on the men's side. Uh, Sasha Zverev going up against the American Sam Query, who is. Uh, uh, got a big serve, not in the Isner kind of way. By the way, John Isner ousted in straight sets today from by Brandon Nakashima. Um, Sasha's very minus eighteen hundred. Matteo Berrettini, who's a big server, who really, besides the three guys we mentioned, would be my fourth most likely to win this tournament. Minus eleven hundred against uh, Jeremy Shardy, and then Novak Djokovic, the short shot, trying to win a Grand Slam, a calendar Grand Slam for the first time on the men's tour since Rod Laver did it in nineteen sixty nine. Monster favorite over. Uh, H. Vitus Nodskovrune, who, by the way, raw data off the main tour, really, really good. But he's facing Novak. Then on the ladies' side, uh, also some big favorites. Carolina Pliskova against Catherine McNally, also minus 1,000. Ash Barty, the favorite to win this tournament, minus 1,800 against Vera Zvonareva. And then Iga, my girl, Iga Sviatek, minus 1,200 against Jamie Loeb. Now, the pick, I have not crunched the numbers on the ladies' side for tomorrow yet, but I do have a play that I have already made on the men's side, and we'll, we'll, I'll say it on primetime action before I say it on a numbers game. How about that? Numbers, Let's fire it off. Then. Numbers game audience will not be happy with me for doing this, by the way. But uh, I will do it. My play tomorrow on the men's side, and it's only one, uh, it's on Lloyd Harris. Lloyd Harris plus 167 against Karen Kachanoff. Lloyd Harris, the South African, really good on hard courts. No justification for the plus 167. None whatsoever. That's my favorite play on the men's side tomorrow. As far as the futures, Matt, I know you have some futures. I mentioned earlier I have Medvedev on the men's side at plus 575. He's about plus 380 now, as we're showing per DraftKings. And on the women's side, I have Barbora Krajikova understanding, and this is sort of for new bettors, the, the way you have to think about bets. Do I think that Medvedev and Krajikova will absolutely win these tournaments? I do not. Right. But... Uh, I do believe that if it's not Djokovic and it's not Ash Barty, that those two picks represent the most value, and that is how you need to bet. If you played these tournaments 100 times or 1,000 times, does the bet you are making represent positive expected value? And I believe, based on the numbers, those two do. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I just, like I said... Djokovic is still the guy. He's still the man. There's no doubt about it. But I do believe we are at least at the at the very beginning of a changing of the guard. And and I think with these two guys in Medvedev and, and, and Zverev, that they are going to be two of the perennial top five players that will move into that top five and and kind of stay there for for a long time. I think they have staying power. And like you mentioned, if it's not Joker, I think it's one of those two guys. And so I'm going to have tickets on those two guys. And when Djokovic wins it, I'll say, uh, well, that's uh, that's the way it goes. I, I Them's j- the breaks. I j- genuinely don't like there's a feeling I have that he will not win this I just have this strange feeling whereas I I, I think it's more likely Ash Barty wins on the uh, on the women's side I can't really put my finger on why that is but I feel like he, he did he did not medal at the Olympics he lost both mm-hmm. the chance for the gold and the bronze medal he spazzed 
when he lost that. Remember, he was killing yeah. he was killing Naomi Osaka for her behavior, and then he threw a tantrum beyond all tantrums. And I just wonder, look at that. Look at these DraftKings splits. 68% of the handle, the total money in the futures pool, and by the way, it is futures, Westgate. Um, 68% of the total handle on Novak Djokovic, 44% of the total number of tickets, of the, of the, of the ticket pie, if you will, on Novak Zverev, the only one in double digits on on both uh, besides Djokovic. Medvedev with 13% of the total number of tickets as well. But really, if you take those three guys out, the only one who's even, like, registering a little bit is Tsitsipas. Yeah. So look at that. That's crazy. Rafa Nadal, not in the tournament. You should not bet on him, listed 10th. Yes. Nor is he available. He's off the board. Yeah, I'm guessing that was money taken yes, before. Yes, from before. Yeah. yeah, we should mention. There's no Nadal. There's no Federer. We don't know if we'll see Federer again. On the ladies' side, there's no Serena. There's no Venus. But Serena and Venus, especially, and yeah, obviously people do that about Venus, Serena wasn't winning this. Like, I, I wonder no if... No team, yeah. by the way, defending champion. What's yeah. that? No team as no well. No team. Yeah. No yeah. team. No Dominic team. No uh, no Stan Vavrinka. By the way, Chilich had to retire today. The only two players on the men's side who have a slam that are in this are Djokovic and, oh, and then Andy Murray got beat. So it's only Djokovic. That's it. That's it. That's it. Djokovic, the only guy on the men's side. By the way, there's double digits worth of of ladies that have (laughs) slams in that field. That's the difference between men's and ladies tennis. Uh, We'll come back. We'll talk to Pete Futak about the Big Ten, his thoughts on the Heisman, and really, more interestingly, perhaps than anything, What he thought about that performance from Illinois, Nebraska this past weekend, a kickoff to the college football season, and the virtues of live betting. Some of these college football games will let you know very quickly what's going to happen because of the the lopsidedness, if you will. We'll get to that. We'll update all the baseball scores. It is VEASAN's primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.